Oi, oi, and welcome to the Orient Outlook podcast with myself, Steve Nussbaum, and my good friend, South Stand chum, bearded legend who's slightly under the weather this morning, Mr. Paul Levy. Hello, thanks for the uh, great intro as always. Uh, welcome to episode number 31 of the Orient Outlook podcast. Thanks for joining us this week. And with so much to cover, uh, we've got a jam-packed episode for you. Uh, as always, an update from our Twitter. Uh, we've now broken over 1,330 followers now, which is absolutely fantastic. But, as always, we know there are more Orient fans out there, even casual Orient fans. So do spread the word, um, tell them about us and, and have, them, have them following us. Uh, as always, include at Orient Outlook uh, for a retweet or for a mention. Uh, we're also on Instagram, which is Orient underscore Outlook underscore podcast. And as always, you can contact us by email. Our email address is OrientOutlook at Outlook.com. Very good. Thanks. So no podcast last week due to Mother's Day and family engagement. So two weeks worth of news to catch up on. Yep. So without any further ado, we'll crack on. So, a lot's happened in the last two weeks. Seems it? to. As we were going through this, yeah. it, there seems to be an awful lot going on, yeah. Crazy. So, Monday good 9th news. of March, uh, some good news for the O's, uh, Alex Chizak announced that his loan had been extended until the end of the season. A quick quote from Alex, who said, I'm happy to have extended my stay and get a few more games under my belt. Unfortunately, we didn't get the results in the last two games, but we need to get more wins. We've got three big games coming up in a short space of time, starting with Yeovil on Saturday. And then he also went on to mention about his previous experience, saying, I've been in a relegation battle before with Oldham, so I've, I've experienced it before, and hopefully I can bring that knowledge of where we stayed up there to the boys here. Last year was a different experience for the boys here, though, and we all have to stick together, and with the fans on our side, we can get more wins under our belt. So good to see Alex staying until the end of the season. He's been superb, he I'd has say, been. so far. He has been, um, yeah. And got to be happy with that. Yeah. I'm very happy with that. I think he's more solid and I think the back four look a bit more comfortable with him there as well. And he does what he says on the tin. He comes out, he calls, he commands, he's, he's talking to the, to the back four as well and Scotty Cuthbert's quite uh, you know, quite vocal at the back. So between the, 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 the two of them, I think it's worked really well um, despite where we are in the league. Yep. Um, also on Monday the 9th of March, it was announced that the under-18s produced an absolutely superb performance and beat Oxford 5-0 over that weekend. So, well done to the under-18s. Yeah, it seems like the, all the youth kind of are doing, well, aren't they? doing really well. So, yeah. long may that continue and long may they come through the... Uh, well, let's hope we, we get to see some of them in the first team at some point soon. Yeah, absolutely. Hopefully. So, on Tuesday, um, obviously many of you will probably recall that um, the last match we covered was the Peterborough game, um, and unfortunately Romain Vincelo, um had has now been ruled out for the rest of the season after suffering medial knee ligament damage in Saturday's 1-0 loss uh, at Peterborough. Obviously, we wish him all the best and a speedy recovery. Google medial knee ligament. Um, I'm not gonna. We're not gonna cover that now. We're not doctors or anything. So, but it's painful. A big loss, I'd say. Um, Do you think? Yeah. Even though he's not been on the best of form this season, I still think he is solid, and I'd have him over right or Bartley. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna be controversial then, and I'm gonna say that I think Bartley's doing better. I think Bartley's more solid with right. Mate, too soon my to call, preference I'd say. Is Bar- my preference is Bartley, because I think he's having a real off-season. Over Remain? Over Remain, yeah. It's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Mate. Um, and although we didn't play Tuesday night, there were some other games that were played on Tuesday night. This is the 10th of March, yep. so all went really, really well for us, with Bristol City beating Yeovil and Bradford drawing with Coventry. So that was that was really good for us, yep. so to not... 
not be playing and results around us going pretty well. That was that was good for us. Yeah, absolutely. And on Wednesday, the 11th of March, uh, we asked Lloyd James on Twitter how he was getting on with his comeback from injury. And he kindly tweeted us back saying he wasn't on a time scale anymore. And hopefully get a reserve game or a couple and then I'll be ready to go. But full contact training for now, which is great news. And I think he's been a big, big loss to those this season. Just yeah. before he got injured, he was... Probably playing some of the best football he's played in an orange shirt, I would say. Yeah, I have to say though that Josh Wright has start has settled in more, and he he has got more sort of Lloyd James esque, if you like. His range of passing has been absolutely brilliant at times. Who, Josh, Josh Wright, and he's breaking up a play as well. He has been he has been good, but he's been, we have missed Lloyd. We have missed the Lloyd James of last season. Josh Wright for me is good passing behind him, or sideways, okay. or crossfield, but he doesn't offer much more for me than that he's been very good he's got better Yeah. but for me if, if I've got a fully fit midfield to choose from it's always going to be currently James Winslow ok he sounds like the way you described him there he sounds like an old player that we had called Matthew Spring who used to do pretty much <laughs> the same thing <laughs> uh, moving on also on Wednesday Orient Academy coach if you use the tube or uh, read the Metro even um, it was covered in there I'm pretty sure um, Orient Academy coach Mark Bentley made the headlines uh, when, as manager for Grey's Athletic, he came on as a second-half sub. His team were losing, I think, 2-1. He scored the equalising goal. Then, Grey's went down to 10 men when their goalkeeper got sent off and, and gave away a penalty. So, there wasn't any goalkeepers on the bench, so Mark had to go in goal. Um, and he ended up saving the penalty, and then... They went down the other end, Grays, and, and scored and won three two. Amazing. So Carlsberg don't really do substitute performances, but Liverani, mate, get your get your boots get, on. Yeah, yeah, and 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 maybe have Bentley in there as well. But yeah, no, that, that's great. And he's one of the um, he's one of the academy coaches, so um, it's good. Yeah, that's great good, to see. Good. Well, well done, Mark Bentley. Yeah. In other news, or we also picked up the community project of the year award at the London Football Awards. And a big well done to Howard Gordon and the team for that. Do an awful lot of work in the community, which often goes unreported. So well done, Howard. Often Absolutely. Retweets us and yep. good friend of the show. Well done, well Mr. Done. Gold. Absolutely. Date for your diary, guys. Football League fixtures will be released on the 17th of June. Obviously, we don't know which league oh, we're going to be looking yeah. out for, but it'll be on the 17th of June. There's a date for your diary there. That's the day last year when it really hit me that we hadn't gone up. And you saw, I remember, Rotherham had Derby away. And First we, game of the season. And we had Chesterfield at home. That was the day it really hit me <laughs> yeah. last year. Um, Bad day. Thursday 12th of March, Woodford Guardian report that Loney Hedges will be hoping to return for the matchday squad for the visit of Yeovil after missing the previous game to Peterborough for a fire strain. So again, we tweeted him um, as he follows us and we got a good relationship with Ryan and to see if he would be playing and how he was. And he tweeted us back saying, I trained today and all good. Hopefully we'll be involved Saturday. Got to say, it's great that these players are kind of interacting with us on Twitter. We kind of get good updates. You know, yeah. Ryan Lloyd, Bats tweeted a few times. Well, where Hedges is Sean follow us. Don't know, mate. Got to get the Bat signal up. Yeah. Someone, we got tweeted yesterday, a good picture actually, saying, where is the Batman? Yeah. But he was there, because a few people on Twitter had their photos taken with him. Right, so he's okay. there. I think he's fit. But yeah, if anyone's seen Batman or knows where Batman is, or Sean, if you want to give us an update, how you doing? Yeah. Feel free to, buddy. Cool. And then we had Yeovil at home last week, Saturday. So the team lined up as Chisak in goal, Dosena at left-back, Cuthbert and Baldry were your centre-backs, and O'Neill uh, was your right-back with McEnough, Wright, Bartley and Hedges, and Henderson and Dagnall up front. We had subs of Woods, Sawyer, Cox, Mooney, Clark, 
Pritchard and Simpson. I've got to say, it looks like now Liverani's starting to get his 11 Preferred together. Yep. So you'd say that's probably, apart from maybe Lowry over Baldry, due to Lowry not being available on that day, no. that's probably, I would say, his favoured 11 now. Maybe. Which is interesting. Maybe, yeah. He doesn't see Cox or Mooney as first-team players. Maybe. Interesting. Or starting. Maybe they're more impactive players. But yeah, absolutely. We so, had a lot of uh, lot of tweets about this, didn't we? Yep. Yeah, so, at Football CJW said, this looks like the best thing we've put out for weeks and great to see Henderson back. Yep. At Patsy Orient said, very happy Pritchard's not playing. Confident <laughs> that we will win with that team. A bit harsh. At El Coado said, that actually looks like quite solid. Hashtag famous last words. At Robert Locke 39 said, would, lo- would rather have Cox in there instead of Bartley or McEnough, otherwise good team, and plus is Hedges back. Yep. Uh, at PM31970 said, Mooney for Henderson for me. At West Stando, at West underscore Stan underscore O. Hi Matt, um, I like the cut of this team's jib. Henderson, uh, sorry, Hedges and McEnough, no Pritchard, come on. That was quite interesting because it was the mm. first game in a while where Liverani... Mm. Had played two wingers in those positions. Yeah. It was a good sign to see. Adam Miega said, shame about Henderson and DeSena over Simpson and Sawyer. Uh, Michael Shea uh, assumed that Cox still wasn't 100% and wrote down precisely the same starting 11 yesterday on a piece of paper. We'll win. At Nige Idridge said, DeSena had been looking fitter uh, and it's now time for Henderson to step up. I think with Degas alongside him, there'll be every chance. Cool. So thanks for all your tweets and also a big thank you to those of you who bought badges. Um, before the match so we actually made qu- quite good good headway we did uh, actually badges. we shifted quite a lot didn't so we so I reckon about 250 quid has been raised now more than I that I would say you reckon we've done much more than that we had yeah. 220 quid before Saturday okay so yeah I think we're we're on for more than that and obviously every penny yep. is being held here and um, at Outlook Podcast Towers, towers yep. yep and it will then be given to Errol yeah absolutely on, on the day so if you want a badge give us a tweet and we may be selling them next Saturday to yeah we'll try to the stuff. Po- so yeah. match kicked off and I've got to say Orient was superb in the first half weren't they really took it to them really great really start. took it and as always helps we got an early goal yep. um, through Chris Dagnall so started with a throw on to the left um Desaina passed to McEnough, who drove forward. Got to say, McEnough looked really hungry. It was good to see McEnough do that. So McEnough drove forward, gets a lucky bubble as he's crowded out by three Yeovil players. He eventually lost it, and the ball came up to Dagnall. And do you know who, what? I will have to say that I, I actually thought, uh, from, from, from looking at it, it looked like a bit of a scuffed shot. But actually, he comes, it, it comes across the 18-yard box... And he basically smashes it into the bottom right, uh, bottom left-hand corner, which, from our perspective, it was good to see some goals in the south stand. Oh, it was lovely. In, in my opinion. He, he hit it so early. <laughs> so and did. it nestled beautifully in the bottom <laughs> corner. <laughs> Commentator's getting far too carried away too early in the morning. He... he if you if you look at the goal, he kind of looks up very very quickly before it comes to him. Took it really early, great finish. Yeah, and great to see the O's go one up early. Yeah, absolutely. So then um, we move further into the game, and uh, Desaina pumps a long ball down the line down the left to Bartley. Um, Desaina carries on uh, with his run uh, as Bartley finds him. I think it was Desaina that took the shot, wasn't it? Desaina crosses it into the box. 
Across it into the box and yeah, the man comes kind out. of scuffs a clearance and it rolls beautifully beautifully in the path to Hedges, Hedges. who kind of again passes it superbly into the back of the net. Because that was a really corner. tight piece of space that he yeah. had because the goalkeeper was literally down with his arm out on the floor. Took it well. Yeah, took really it really good goal. well. Great finish and two up within eight minutes, which yeah. was something that we haven't seen in a long while. And once you go two goals up, or everyone at play started wanting the ball. Crowd were lively. Yeovil didn't want the ball. Heads down. Heads down. And it was yeah. just going to be a case of then how many. But it just shows you what an impact that luck can have. You know, We've had chances like that in previous matches and not taken them. And to get the early goal... Or two early goals. Really? We were yeah. flying. Absolutely. We were flying. And then all over them, great yeah. intensity, winning all the second balls. We wanted Absolutely. it much more than they did. And, and their defence was, was shocking. Although I will say for them, to their credit, the defenders still dropped out wide to play out from the back. They still, yeah, they didn't change their <coughs> game plan, but unfortunately for them, their game plan just weren't working. Yeah, it was but crap. We went on to the post twice, I think in the next 10 minutes. First through Henderson, um, who was quite unlucky actually. It was a decent effort through Henderson. And then through Dagnall, who should have really scored that, having watched that again this morning. So McEnough done really well. Shot from a tight angle, their keeper saved it. And the ball comes up to Dagnall, who's just outside the six-yard box. And he's under a bit of pressure, but striker's got to be scoring now. Scoring, yeah. And at the time, I thought he was a bit rushed. And I thought he was unlucky. But having watched that back, as as hard as as Dagnall worked, he should have scored that. Uh, And again, you know, if we get down to the last game of the season away to Swindon and we need a win... And I mentioned this point, and I'll come on to it a bit later. I would rather have Lisby, I'll come back to it later, Yeah, over, over Dagnall. Dagnall. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Absolutely agree. Absolutely. So, a great half, like you said. Um, one thing I did notice is that Dusaner's distribution and his skills in the first half, especially, were outstanding. Quality, isn't it? And it must be great for McEnough <clears throat> and Hedges to have him as a fullback providing passes and balls and overlapping runs into him. So, yeah, I've got to say, Dusaner had an absolute blinder. And fair play to the Oval fans who, yeah. who, who sang two genius songs in the first half. Before kick-off, they were singing, you're going down with the Oval, down with the Oval. Oh, I thought it was superb. Yeah. And then... We've changed this for parental <laughs> guidance purposes, but how bad must you be? It's, it's it only 2-0. Or yeah. it, should, it should be 5-0. Yeah. So fair play to the Oval fans. And, you know, I think they're probably gone. I'd say out of all the teams I in the relegation zones, they're probably gone. And yeah. Their fans, a long way to travel, and they brought down a decent few, to be fair. Yeah, they did. So, but I feel for them because they were in the championship last season. Yeah. Two years ago, they were smashing out, out when yeah. they were doing really well. Last year, they didn't do well in the championship, but you wouldn't expect no, them absolutely. to. absolutely. And then now, they're, 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 uh, they're, they're going down again. I, I, I feel, feel bad for them. And they beat Brentford in the playoff final about two years ago to get into the championship. So we always love a Brentford yeah. playoff defeat. Yeah, so absolutely. So well done, you know, and hope to see you soon. Hopefully, not next season, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so 2-0 at half-time. I thought it was yep. a good first half for us. The overall looked nervous every time they had the ball. Um, but they did want the ball from the goalkeeper to play out from the back, as I mentioned earlier. But... Uh, they just seemed to lack ideas, which was great for us because we had the confidence and that spring in our step that we needed. Um, and I think, you know, as as we said, it could have been more than, than two goals clear, which is a shame that we didn't because we could do with having our yeah, yeah. goal difference um, yeah. bettered. But uh, Stephen J. Clark said, Josh Wright and Marvin Bartley dominating the midfield. Now, there's a phrase I thought I'd never type. Yeah, fair play, Stephen. Great fair to play, see you before the match. And cheers for buying yeah. a badge. Um, second half kicked off and the overall did look more determined. And I think there was a key point in the second half where... They had a, had an attack. They had a good shot and goal, and she's like got down low and made a great save. And I think yeah. if that had gone in at two one, we would have got nervous, and the crowd would have got nervous, and yeah. it would have changed the complete complexity of the game. Yeah. However, Chizak saves it. We take it down the other end, and great work from Henderson, who done really well actually. 
like held off his man, plays a lovely ball into the path of Mackinough, who's got a one on one. Yeah, slots it beautifully into the bottom corner. Good goal, well worked goal that. And three nil. <laughs> Once we go three nil, game over. So we didn't have a we don't have a celebration for Hedges because he's on loan, but we're actually going to play the Mackinough celebration. It was supposed to be the plasmatic celebration, but we've removed that. <laughs> Are you breaking conformity and giving and 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 I'm going to give swapping songs out. I'm going to give Mackinough his own celebration. Now bear in mind. I haven't heard this since I've done it, which is about a couple of months ago. So I'm going to play it. So Henderson to <coughs> McEnough. Cassano! Cassano! That sounds like one of the guys in the flats on one of the corners <laughs> screaming at the telly or something. No, I had that for Plasmati because I thought that's a typical Italian goal celebration, but McEnough, that's your allocated celebration and that will be with <laughs> you wherever you go. So well done, Job's got to say, McEnough's been in great form lately. He has. Good finish, must have been good for confidence and at 3-0, game over. So straight after the third goal, Mooney came off Henderson, that was good to see. Yep. You know, Big Mooney lover here, I know he divided his opinion, but I'd love to see him on the pitch. Pritchard came on for Bartley, which was more down to Bartley being absolutely knackered. So I think Liverani came for a bit of stick for that, but yeah. made sense. Three and a while, Bartley being managed back into the team, Pritchard in his preferred role of centre midfield. Centre midfield, yeah, exactly. It does amaze me how people do get on his back when you don't actually, all they look at is the, the high-level view that, oh, Bartley's come yeah. off for this one. But hold on a minute, the guy needs to be managed back. Yep. And and, and the same with Cox and all the other players. They're, they're not being necessarily substituted because he lacks tactical yeah. awareness. He's actually managing, managing the yeah, players. Absolutely. And, and it's absolutely. still... Beggars believe that some people have this really silly point of view that, oh, he doesn't know what he's doing. And in a very anyway. interesting sub, Simpson came on for Hedges. Um, the obvious sub there is Cox for Hedges. Is so, that a big statement? Yeah, absolutely. Interesting to see. You know, Dino, big fan's favourite. Um, but obviously, I don't think at the moment it's one of Liverani's favourite winners. I Maybe think not. At the moment, Liverani seems mm. to be picking Hedges and McEnough. Um, mm. So, you made a comment during the match that the yeah. order was poor, but... Mm. To be fair, didn't really have any big decisions to make, did he? No, no. Pretty straightforward um, match, no yeah. moments of controversy. Baldry got like injured that. and had to come off, and we went down to 10 men for the last few minutes, didn't we? Yeah, Which last 10 minutes, ten unusual. Men, but at 3 0, as I say, game was over. We saw we set the game comfortably and a good 3 0 win and a great a great motivational tool for the O's to, to go forward. And we noticed that Liverani gave his post-match interview in English, which was always good Yeah, and great to see. So your views on, on that match? Yeah, so I thought it was a very comfortable win. Nice to get two early goals, which settled the squad. Uh, Dagnall was well set up by uh, McEnough and Hedges was well set up by Bartley um, and, Vin- um, and McEnough were, were both great finishes. Uh, we could have been probably 4-0 up after about 20 minutes, uh, which is great for confidence and the goal difference. Just uh, that made... A really, really good save, as we mentioned yeah. earlier, at 2-0. Um, and then we take it down the other end and make it 3-0, um, which seals the match, really. So apart from the Baldry injury, I thought it was a, overall it was a really good day. Great performances from O'Neill, Desena, Bartley, Wright, McEnough uh, in particular, yeah. um, picking them out. Um, what, what, what were your thoughts? Mine, good win. We looked lively and we had a great intensity about our football. First half was one of the best this season, if not the best I'd seen. And every time we attacked, we looked like we would score. Um, great performances today from lots of players everyone wanted the ball stood yeah. up heads up crowd were decent but Yeovil were pretty poor um, but then again I don't think there's many teams who could have lived with us 
against the Oval. I think we would have beaten most teams on that day. Playing like that, yeah. So, great win. So, that left us still fourth bottom <coughs> despite winning. Yeah. Um, commentary appointed Tony Mowbray previously and they had won two on the bounce. Um, I think we'll move up the league with, well, you said you you think we'll move up the league with them and drag Notts County and crew, crew into a relegation dogfight. Yeah, which so far, yeah. as we look at it from yesterday, it seems to be happening yeah, that way, doesn't on. it? Yeah. So your thoughts from the Oval game and your man in the match nominations? Because everyone played really well, we thought we'd kind of open it up and ask for your feedback. At Nick Vinton, said Bartley should, should be man in a match, he had a very solid game. Dagnall spurned too many chances and part of the reason we are where we are. Yeah, point, I mate. absolutely could not agree point. with you more. Good point. Absolutely. Chris Kane, at Chris, uh, sorry, at Chris Kane underscore 1992 said, at Josh Wright 4 for me, uh, solid in the challenge and good range of passing, wanted the ball all the time. Marv did well too though. Yeah, he done very well. Just a quick point, if, at jo- if Josh Wright's Twitter handle is at Josh Wright 4, he needs to change it. Because Romo Vincelo's number four. Four, yeah. Josh, get going, mate. At Dazos, zero, said, the Sainer for me. Solid at the back. Involved or creating attacking moves. Overlaid with some moments of real class. Got to say, he'd done some beautiful little back heels. I think he'd done about two or three where it was like... It just worked, didn't it? Yeah. Look, it looked really good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at Daniel S 9119 said, O'Neill for me, solid at the back and fitted him well. Uh, at centre back, uh, do you know what O'Neill for me has been probably one of the most solid players in the squad. Done very well, very hasn't he? Well. Just slotted in next to Scott Cuthbert or or whoever Bowdry or Clark whoever, and he just goes about his business and he does it solidly. Yeah, All right, he gave the plan. penalty away yesterday, but you know generally he's been. I think he's been absolutely solid. Real decent, good player. decent signing that. Good player, and it might be interesting to see his relationship with Chizak because obviously they're both on loan from the same club, so right. maybe they yeah. played together in the Burnley reserves or something. So, no, really good. So, Monday 16th of March, after his performance against the Oval, McEnough was named in the official League One team in a week and keep it up, Job's been playing really well. Yep. Good to see you fit and wanting the ball and running at defenders. Yeah, so absolutely. And doing what you do best. Yeah. Um, and then kudos to you for this because you spotted this on Instagram. Uh, Kevin Nisby posted a picture from last season with a message, going to miss all the boys at Orient. We had some good times together, but time to start a new chapter. Yeah. Now, obviously, there wasn't any news out from the club. Nope. Um, but obviously Super Kev had um, arranged um, a move somewhere else and obviously where it wasn't official the club yeah, yeah. Neither, neither club could, could properly announce it uh, you know Kevin's done very very well for us particularly last season and he does give us a different dynamic he holds the ball yes, up really yeah. well he's a very intelligent player but you know he's not a spring chicken anymore he's been injured a lot uh, and for a team who wants to be in the championship next season is he, re- is he possibly a casualty of that ambition, are we starting to make plans now? Yeah, absolutely. Um, for that, I don't, I don't know. I love that quote, mate. A casualty of the ambition. Brilliant. That's really good. Thanks. Um, I thought my... that myself. I promise. I didn't copy <laughs> that from anywhere else. My thoughts. It's a shame to see Lisby go. However, yeah. it's probably been on the cards. And I did mention this earlier in the podcast. If we are at Swindon needing a goal to stay up on the final day of the season, and a ball rolls out, rolls out in the area, and, and one player's on the end, and of God it. comes down to me and he says, Steve, Paul. He said, this is your time. You can pick Orient's destiny. And he goes, you can have Henderson, you can have Dagnall, you can have Mooney, you can have Bat, you can have Lisby, you can have Simpson, you can have any player in the Orient squad who you want to have the ball rolled out to him. Who do you pick? I'm putting Lisby down. Because I just think Lisby is, is still the best finisher at the club. Bar none. Mm. Interesting yeah. one. And maybe, you know, if you go Stevenage and he... He ends up scoring five goals in his next five games. Will he get recalled and will he find himself back? When he comes back at the end. It's only a month. It's only a month, isn't it? So, So, interesting, interesting. So, your views on Super Kev obviously gauged a lot of interest on social media. Yeah. At Puretron said, legend, total legend, will be hugely missed. We will never forget Super Kev. 
will all forever be lesbians. <laughs> like like There's a lot of lesbian action going on. <laughs> on At Dave Reichard 80 said, It's very sad to see, but not unexpected, to be honest. Super Kev has been, well, super during this time. Have to agree with you. Absolutely. And at K Showing said, Super Kevin Lisby stat. For every 114.5 minutes he played, he gave us a goal. Not a bad return. All the very best to him. That's a great stat. That's got to be better than, I would presume, that's much better than Henderson's current stats. Dagnall's, I'm not sure about Dagnall's stats. Yeah, Dagnall needs like 50 chances to score one goal. <laughs> that's the problem. Kev wouldn't. You, you're not on a Dagnall. You don't no. have an idea. Uh, well, I'll support him as an Orient player, obviously, but Absolutely. I just think that he spurns too many chances. Absolutely. It's all the best of Super Kev. We hope to get him on the podcast very soon. Keep, um, keep we did have so many more Twitter yes, yeah. thing, but just for time, we can't read every single yeah, one out. Absolutely. There are a lot of good ones. So absolutely. sorry if you tweeted and it's not been read out. Yeah, um, we just haven't got enough hours yep. in a podcast. Tuesday, seventeenth of March, then, which brings us on to the, the Barnsley game. Yeah. It's confirmed an hour Barnsley. before kick off that Lisby had joined Stephen and John a one month loan deal. Yeah, here you go. Um, we broke that then. Yep, and Barnsley, we are playing Barnsley, who were looking for their seventh straight win. So team in form coming to yeah. To Brisbane Road. With their new manager, yeah, Lee Johnson. Absolutely, yep. So, um, do you want yeah. to go through the team? Yeah, so the team was Chisak in goal with O'Neill, Clark recalled, um, Cuthbert at, uh, with Cuthbert at centre back, Dasena at left back. Uh, then you had McEnough, Pritchard, Wright, and Hedges. So, Pritchard in his preferred position of centre midfield, with yep. Dagnall and Henderson up front. And on the bench, we had Woods, Elliot Omazuzi, Lowry, Sawyer, Cox. Simpson and Mooney and I will say I do feel a bit sorry for Gary Sawyer because so he's been pretty solid the whole season but for the fact that if Andrea Desena was not at our club he would be playing week in week out I, and Gal I, I feel for you mate and, and I haven't been your biggest fan in previous times but you've been solid this season fella and, and I feel for you I think it was we got a tweet yesterday it was after <coughs> we, we met up it was at Matozo's yeah. was it Matozo's and he said it's ironic this season that the two players who seem to want on it the most have been Sawyer and Barley. Mm. Interesting, yeah, yeah. I feel for you, Sawyer. And, you know, hopefully the forthcoming Supporters Club Awards and Player of the Year Awards, you'll get some kind of recognition because he's, yeah. he's been superb. Starman. Yeah, he's superb. So, as Paul said, both two changes for the O's, both inflicted through injury. Um, we thought that was a pretty strong side, wasn't it? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, on paper, we've got a very strong first 20 yeah 22 whatever we've got absolutely so your feedback from the team at Elliot JHP said I cannot get my head around why Dino is continually on the bench injury seems a doubtful reason after so many weeks good yeah, point. very interesting very point. good point and I, I made a note earlier in our in our podcast agenda here along those sorts of lines that I, I, I didn't mention um, but yeah is yeah. there something more to that yeah at Brisbane Warrior says why is Pritchard there we have proof <laughs> when he doesn't play we play well Pritchard divides opinion, mostly for the negative, I would say. Yeah, he does. Uh, at Mossy LJ, would have preferred Lowry over Clark, but hopefully he has a good game. We have Fred Bear in centre midfield and either Loney in though. Yeah, at Sam Cass 9 says, surely it's established by now, a one-paced centre-back pairing just doesn't work. Would have preferred Sawyer in for Baldry. Yeah, interesting. At F underscore Beavis said, it isn't ideal, but considering injuries, it's a decent team. We're missing James at the moment. I'd be interested to see how Clark and Pritch do. Yeah. So interesting. So I couldn't make the match. My mother-in-law had a tumble at yeah. Redbridge Station. 
Shame. <laughs> um, so ironic, oh, I had to miss a match, but you were there, so you're going to hear your match report. Yeah, so um, just to sort of break it down and keep it quite quite straightforward, we passed and moved the ball uh, very, very well, I thought, for the first 15 yep. minutes, and I thought Pritchard had done well on two occasions when he was under quite a bit of pressure and he controlled the ball really well. I mean, yep. make no mistake, Barnsley are a decent side. Yeah, um, playoffs but, now, aren't they? They're in that sort yep. of spot now. Um, Hedges and Mackinough were looking really, really lively. Um, in the second um, 15 minutes, decisions going more in favour of Barnsley. I thought rather unfairly. Yep. Actually, they, they seem to be the big club uh, in the in the ref size and they got they got the lion's share of decisions yep. unfairly. So Dagnall head, headed over, just over the bar, following a Desain across, which Henderson sort of headed back across the box as well. So Oh, I've seen that. He should have scored that, mate. I think he should have scored that, yeah. Play, yeah. Right, there you go. Um, Dagonal controls another Henderson header beautifully on his chest and smashes the shot straight at the goalkeeper. Yeah, and that's all in the in in uh, like the first like fifteen to yeah. half an hour. And then the final um, fifteen minutes of the first half, corner to Orient. Um, rather calamitously, Josh Wright ended up kicking the corner flag, which then moved the ball. And obviously, the rule is he couldn't then touch <laughs> it. So I'm sure it would be one of those blooper shows that, that you'll see like, on, on, on yeah, a video, yeah, yeah. Uh, DVD somewhere. Um, so then, I can't remember who it was actually that, that had to come in and obviously Josh Take White was shielding the ball. Yeah, and yeah. He had to, yeah. So he kind of lost the advantage we had there. McEnough came very, very close, but his shot was well saved by their keeper, who was having, who had a really good game. They had a slightly substandard keeper, or their goalkeeper had an off day. There's we're no question smashed. we would have smashed them. I just want to come back to the corner point. Surely Desainer can take a decent corner. Yeah, but Josh Wright's our corner taker. Yeah, but he's rubbish from the right. <laughs> Do you think so? Yes. I think his corners have no, been really he, good. He, he took a really poor one against Yeovil, really poor one where he scuffed it, and he's taken another poor one against Barnsley, which yeah. is two poor corners. Desainer takes on the left. He should, and take, Josh both. Wright he takes... should take both and do his fingers. Okay. I can't remember. I can't remember any goals coming from a Josh Wright corner. But both of them are out swingers, aren't they? Because Desainer takes. Change it up, mate change it up tell him I will Josh so corners out. it was really really all orient in this in the first half uh, we really did make an informed team look bang average yep. and we had more corners more shots at goal we worked their keeper much more Chisette really didn't have much of, of anything to do he hardly had a save to make yep. we looked more cohesive a unit attacking and defending so we went forward in a group and yep. came back in a group and and we really nullified any threat that, that they did have and, and on paper Barnsley have got a pretty strong side and they're not they're not winning six on the bounce for nothing. Absolutely. So second half kicks off, no changes um, for either side. Um, Hedges forces Davies into a superb save early on in the second half. And Dagnall nods the ball down for the youngster and he is denied. That's coming from the Orient Twitter feed because it happened at the north end. I couldn't see it properly. Yeah, so. And then Chizak made a good save from a good Barnsley free kick. Really good save, kept us in it. You yeah. Know, if Woods or... Legends is in goal. Maybe we go one behind and don't get a point. But Chizak again <clears> earning his keep. You know, didn't have much to do by yeah. all accounts. But what he did have to do, he done well. And yeah. Again, really good save. So well done for that save. Absolutely. And then Pritchard shielded the ball out, uh, which should have been a goal kick, but the referee somehow gave it as a Barnsley corner. Obviously, if he can see the player, the home player, shielding the the, the ball out. It's not going to be. A, it's not going to shield out a goal. Uh, it's not going to shield the ball out for a corner, is he? Yeah, absolutely. So referee got that wrong. Another shot across the Barnsley goal, narrowly wide again from Hedges. So you know, some good pressure uh, to to kickstart the second half in. Uh, as we move on, started to get a bit tasty. A few tough tackles didn't go down so well, and the ref giving uh, Barnsley the rub of the green. Still, Orient still on top with um, possession and chances, but still nil nil with sixty minutes gone. Clark has marshaled the back line very, very well, been very, very vocal. I just picked that out as 
that's something I'd, uh, as an observation. Yeah, heard he done really well. Yeah, he was good. Him. And then you've, I've, I've seen the point, the point you've noted down. I've seen this chance. So Pritchard was played in. I can't remember played him in. Got played in, and he takes it first time. And he should really have scored it. He should really have scored it, but he skies it just over the bar. I can right. see what he was trying to do. But it's well um, saved by the goalkeeper, according to the Orange Twitter. Don't think the keeper touched it. Maybe he did. I don't yeah. think he did. But you've got to score your chances like that. Really obvious. Another golden opportunity missed. Yeah. Absolutely. And if Pritchard scores there, he gets the fans <clears throat> less off his back and strengthens his case, I think, through starting. Yeah, um, I yeah. agree. Just the way this season has gone. Yeah. Just the way this season has gone. But against a tough team, you need to be taking every You're oh, not going to get many. Yeah, and when absolutely. you do get them, you've got to take them. Yep. So, uh, just to finish off the first half then, free kick in a central position was flashed wide. We are quite unlucky. Cox came on for Mackinough and Mooney came on uh, for Henderson. Um and then following a rash challenge on um, Nathan Clark, uh, their man, I can't remember who it was, got Lake a red card. Oh, Ma- uh, Laukovic, yeah, yeah, Milan yeah. Laukovic. Straight red. Who looked pretty tasty, actually. He, he, on he, he looked, Chelsea, uh, I think they signed him. Oh, OK. Um, I think he went from Chelsea to somewhere in Europe and then they, he's yeah. been signed from Europe, anyway, if I remember rightly. Straight red. But Absolutely. straight red card, probably a bit harsh. Um, yep. um, but Clark was, was fine after um, some, some treatment. Four minute added... Four minutes of added time, we, we make a final substitution, which is uh, Simpson coming on for Hedges to give him a bit of game time. Too late. Yeah, Silly. I don't see the point of making Silly. it at 90 minutes. Silly. So then Co- a Cox cross went begging for someone to score um, right at the death. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he went begging. So, yeah, um, so the match finished nil-nil. And despite a good draw against an from Barnsley team, we actually slipped one place down the lead to 22nd, uh, meaning Saturday's upcoming game away to Corley becomes even more vital. Yeah, absolutely agree. And we should have won that game and the performance was fantastic to a man. Clark was a real threat with Cuthbert and O'Neill and Dosena all pushing forward in support yeah. of Hedges and Mackinough. Henderson, Henderson won more than his fair share of headers uh, and Dagnall worked his socks off. He does, work again, hard. he does work hard, Dagnall. Yeah, and I think that's why people aren't on his back because he runs like an absolutely. absolute monster absolutely. all game. That's um, the difference at the moment between him and Mooney. Mooney's probably got a better shot-to-goal ratio than Dagnall. But in terms of the way they both appeared to work, Dagnall was there sweating his his ass off, and you know, really kind of chasing every ball down. Where Mooney seems more relaxed and more laid back in his place. Yeah, shall we say. absolutely agree. Yeah, absolutely agree. So, oh, also for those that are interested, uh, Jabo Ibari, yeah, uh, signed by Lee Johnson on loan, uh, came on as a late sub for Barnsley. Got a good reception, to be fair. Got Jabble, a really good reception. Jabble. Um, didn't do too much put himself about as usual but a clean clean sheet against the side who've lost um, who haven't lost in their last five or six yeah, games is, is, yeah. is really good so post-match Fabio Liverani did most of the press interview in English and apparently he's been doing the team talks in English too so good, vital, good vital to see that for me he starts doing that yeah absolutely and Pritchard was also interviewed by Dave Victor post-match and he feel, said he feels his best position is central midfielder although Liverani would disagree and thinks it's on the right wing uh, if you believe what he says from the meet the manager the other day uh, and also makes um, for him to play central midfield when we have the wingers that we do. Yeah, absolutely. So your views on the game at Cashowing said, for the fifth or sixth time this season we have play our opponents, but lack the clinical finish to make it count, and it is costing us. It yeah, absolutely good is. Good point. Yeah, good at point. best snooker JP, this is the best new nil draw I've seen for a long time at LOFC. Lots of chances, but tight's keeper was too good and give him and give him man of the match. Yeah, at Benno LOFC, said very positive performance tonight. Feel like two points dropped though. Hendo was immense. Hendo Dagger's partnership is the future. And also, Ben at Benner LOFC has been doing caricatures. Caricatures. Caricatures, however the hell we say that. 
Um, they're superb, so check out his Twitter feed. He's done a brilliant one at Dagnall. Yeah, and McEnough. And McEnough. I wanna, his last one was Scott McLeish. Yeah, you I saw can, that. You can check out the Scott McLeish interview on our back catalogue for our SoundCloud. SoundCloud.com forward slash Orin hyphen Outlook. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, <laughs> plug, plug. Uh, at Mike Brown Music said, not the worst performance I've seen. It's a bit of a strange thing. I thought it was probably one of the best. Uh, just lack that extra bit of quality in the final third, but respect your opinion, Mike. Thanks at Giorgio Irwin, 77, <coughs> played brilliantly first half. Unlucky not to get three points. These poor referees are becoming a regular occurrence. Great point. The re- referee stand this season has been poor yeah. at best. Yeah, and finally, at Nige Lad White, today was a good result. Our point, coupled with other results, has pulled Crewe, Notts County and Scunthorpe into the fire, which yeah. I agree with. So not bad, four points from our <coughs> last, available from our last six at home. Which, oh, which I'd have taken. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, at, the end of, at the end of the day, well, before the match kicked off, I'd have taken that. Yeah, Wednesday 18th of March, Elliot Mazuzi has been shortlisted for the PFA Player and the Community Award for the second season in a row. The award is recognition for the work players do in supporting their club's community programme throughout the year. He is up against Reading's Hope Agpan and Millwall's Danny Shitu for the Community Award. And the winner will be announced on Sunday 19th of April. So best of luck there, Elliot. You do a lot of good work in the community and yeah. hopefully you can be rewarded um, out, of some, out of something bad has come good. Absolutely. So good stuff. Absolutely. Well done for turning it yeah, round, Elliot. Well done, Elliot. Um, also on Wednesday, uh, Joby McEnough and Ryan Hedges have been called up for their respective countries for international duty. Ryan Hedges has been called up for international duty with Wales in the under-21s ahead of their UEFA under-21 championship qualifying Group 5 opener against Bulgaria, uh, which is on Tuesday the 31st of March. So that means Hedges will miss Coventry away, away. which is the day after. So yeah. he should be available for next Saturday's game against Port Bell. So. Hope so. And then I presume after the Port Vale game, he will go and join up with his teammates. Yeah. Unlike McEnough, who's been called up. I mean, this is silly. McEnough is playing two friendlies for Jamaica. They're playing against Venezuela in Cuba on March the 27th and March the 30th. So Venezuela is March the 27th, which is Friday, yeah. which means that McEnough will not be playing on Saturday. Yeah. And... March the 30th is... The Monday? The Monday. So he won't be playing on the so Wednesday. So it's doubtful he'll play on the Wednesday, but... Plus he's got to get back. What is the bang. point? Can't... You know, he's playing good form for... You know, surely he can turn down the international request and say, look, it's a friendly... I've got, but if you're called up, you can't. I you don't can? Think, I don't think you or can. Or just, fa- just feign an injury. Just say he strained it, you know. But then he turns out and plays for us. Cares, it's man? a club country, Ralph. Good. Can you imagine Leighton Orient in a club country, Ralph? All I'm going to say is... <laughs> all I'm going to say is that's annoying because you, you pay your players to play... And, you know, I think Colonel Mumford said you need three players to be involved in international call duties it up. to yeah. call it up. Can't we just get someone else called up, like yeah. Kevin Lisby? Aren't Australia playing? Chizak, you know, Chizak, aren't Chizak? Lowry, Chizak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, ran over, but yeah, big loss. But, you know, good strength and depth. We've got Coxie to come in. Yeah. You know? Yeah, so it's it's not unreplaceable. Cause no, Cox, just frustrating given the current form of those two players. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Then on Thursday... Something that had been discussed. Uh, the club announced that they will be laying on four free coaches to Coventry for the match on the 1st of April. I still don't know why it's been moved from the Friday. I really don't get what, what, what the reason behind no. that is. Places will be given to supporters on loyalty points. Yep, so good luck in getting your place on the free coach. If you get a season ticket, it's 150 points you need. And if you've got a season ticket, you get that's 150 points. Oh, is it? So anyone with a season oh, ticket okay, can get on the four free coach and then it goes down right, right. to those that have maybe just bought your ticket here and there. Yeah, and then, yeah. then there won't be any because there's only 208 seats. So. Yep. <clears throat> um, also on first day Jay Simpson and McEnough went on a community visit to Seabourn Primary School well done so it's good to see the others representing in the community 
especially at local schools. Absolutely. And then an absolutely outstanding piece of news, XO Moses Odebajo, now at Brentford, uh, gets an England under-20 call-up. So, fantastic. Well-deserved. Do you know what? You look at Deli Alley going for £5 million from MK Dons to Spurs, and you go, we only got a million for... Moses plus plus add-ons. Well, and no one else. That was the most that anyone would have paid for him at that time. I don't know. That was the highest amount. That was the highest amount. I think we possibly should have kept him for another six months and sold him in January transfer window. Had he not signed a new contract, interesting that one. Uh, Friday, twentieth of March. uh, Happy twentieth birthday to Harry Lee. Um, We look forward to watching him break into those first team in the upcoming years. He's he's been on the bench a couple of times and seems like a good youth prospect. Hopefully he'll break through. And an interesting one. Yeah, very uh, odd. Odd, yeah, but interesting. Yeah. Our sponsors, 666Bet, have been forced to suspend their website as the owner, who I think is worth 21 million quid, um, <laughs> faces allegations of fraud. So, interesting one. I never one. knew that until I saw yeah. you send that through. I never... Yeah, it was on Friday. You can't place a bet with 666Bet, <coughs> and their Twitter feed is still communicating, but saying, sorry that we can't do anything at this Someone was time. trying to get paid out or something and he yeah. was getting annoyed with it. I saw one guy on it. I did pick up on it a bit, but I didn't realise their owner had been... Yeah. Anyway, moving on to Crawley, which so is yesterday. now yesterday. Yeah, Crawley away. So the team for Crawley away was Chizak in goal, left-back yeah. Desaina, Clark, Cuthbert centre-back, so O'Neill right-back. Um, is that right? Did Clark start? Cox, Bartley, right hedges. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, Henderson and Dagnall with subs. Woods, Sawyer, Baldry, Pritchard, Simpson and Mooney. Yeah, that is right. Two changes for Yeos with Cox and Bartley coming in for McEnough and Pritchard. Good to see Cox back in the team. Um, and good to see Bartley back. Obviously, kind of being managed back. Absolutely. So your views on the team? Absolutely, yeah. Uh, at Michael Shea said if this was the first week in August, we'd be saying that's a top three or four team and it ought to be. It looks creative and solid. Yeah, good yeah, point there. have to agree. Also, a little rant. We got your back up this, didn't it? Did it? it really annoyed you. It did annoy me. We didn't announce the team on Twitter until 2.31, and we had to kind of take the initiative, um, along with the ETMS podcast, and announce the team, because nothing was coming from the Orient Twitter feed. So Crawley announced their team at um, literally 2 o'clock, and most other teams announced their team at 2 o'clock, and we, you know, people want to know what's going on. You know, for those people who couldn't make it to Crawley, um, including us, people want to know what the team is and want to want to know what's going on. So... Bit poor from Orient now. I don't understand yeah. why it takes why it, it takes so long because the, the team sheets. It's not like they're hiding the opposition. It's like they're hiding our team from the opposition because the team sheets need to be handed into the ref by like half one or two. Yeah. So it's not. It's not like they want to hand it in. Just I don't know. Just very frustrating. Not doesn't look good. So it happened at Peterborough as well. We stood at a pub garden um, and I was with. A uh, few few guys and we were just constantly losing yeah. battery, trying to refresh Twitter because everyone else's was coming in, but except ours. So, don't know what's there. Don't know what the hold up is. You know, if you want the podcast to to it, we're happy it, reveal it exclusively, get in contact onto team sheets. We'll do it. No problems with that. So, we, you know, me and Paul both couldn't make couldn't yesterday's make it, game. So we are just taking highlights from the Twitter feeds. So nine minutes chance for Crawley. Uh, Pogba played in McLeod. His shot was just wide in the post. McLeod. Yeah. Uh, or on 15 minutes Orient almost take the lead through Chris Dagnall but his shot is well saved by keeper Lewis Price a good save though a bit like Groundhog Day isn't it yeah <laughs> 20 minutes almost nick it there was a bit of a scramble both Henderson Dagnall had chances but ball got cleared for a corner um, 23 minutes gone great chance for the O's Orient corner cleared to Clark back for Cox but Price superbly tips it over for another corner yeah good save so good. close again for the O's Oh, yep. yep. Uh, it's in 30 second minute story this season. Silly defending. O'Neill brings down McLeod, gets himself booked. Um, 
friend of the show, Daniel Santon, said it was a definite penalty. And haven't seen it. It looks like it was a definite penalty. Right. I must admit, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, fine. It's still early on a Sunday morning. Yeah. Uh, and as we all kind of gathered, it- McLeod stepped up, makes it 1-0. And after dominating, I would say, because we did dominate, even the Crawley Town Twitter feed said we were outplaying them up to that goal. Mm. One or down, and like we say, if you don't take your chances, story of you our don't season, win games. It? Play well, yeah. For half time, great save from Chizak to keep it at one nil after Woodsworth's effort, just outside the box. So we went in at one nil at half time. No subs for the O's. Although Henderson was coming in for a lot of criticism on Twitter, a lot of people weren't happy with his performance. A lot of people wanting the sub to be made, um, but Crawley did make a sub, and their keeper Price, who had had a blind in the first half, came off due to injury, and Brian Jensen came on. Yeah, ex-Burnley, Premier yeah. League, Brian Jensen. Yeah. There you go. Yes. That's what they got on the bench. Unbelievable. Attendance was three two was a measly three two five five with eight hundred and twenty three. Good away turnout. Great away turnout. Great away turnout. Turn we travel well. well. We do yeah. travel well. Always do. So second half's kicked off. Um O'Neill played <clears throat> played ball into the box. Hedges unfortunately headed wide. Yeah, fifty one minute minute later, great save from Brian Jensen to deny Marvin Bartley's curling effort. Yeah, sixty minutes, wasted opportunity is a to say in a fire's free kick over the crossbar. And then six minutes later, Marvin Bartley comes off for David Mooney. Moon plays, plays in centre midfield. Strange one, that. Um, and then 70 minutes, double substitution for the O's. McEnough came on for Cox and Simpson came on for Henderson. Uh, a few ironic cheers when Henderson came off because he'd been playing poorly, but we received a tweet from Andy Patterson65 who said, I think the cheering was more to do with Rani finally making the right substitution, albeit belatedly. And John Mackey, at John Mackey 6, says, Cuthbert is up front and Mooney holding midfield. Question mark, question mark, question mark. Strange. Yeah, I've got to agree with that. Yeah. And 90 minutes, typical again season, Mooney's denied by a great save from Jensen and he then keeps out Hedges effort. Yeah. Just going back through the highlights, you see, uh, almost take the lead, almost take the lead. Great, great chance, chance for the O's. Yeah. Uh, you great know, saves. Hedges heads wide, great save, wasted opportunity, <laughs> great save. When's it stop? Yeah, you know, it's just, it's just <clears throat> unbelievably. So we lose the match one 0 to Crawley. Uh, at Dulcet, Dave said Scott Cuthbert explained that we gave away a sloppy penalty and gave them something to hold on to. And this rolled quite a few right fans, and it rolls me. Cuthbert quoted as saying, "They were hungrier than us." Now, I don't want this to become a ranty podcast. It's at least what thing I want to do, but there's no way that. It, another team in a relegation battle should be hungrier. You know, how many times can we say you play for the shirt, play for your team, play for pride, you should be hungry. If you're not hungry for crawling away in a relegation battle, then if you're not hungry to stay up and not have a relegation on your C V then you need to be playing out your skin really. Yeah, I mean crawling you know, on good form, but it's a game we we have to be winning. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, I can't can't back players who say that the other team were hungrier than us. It comes down to motivation, you know. Yeah, and it all comes back to whether Liverani is the right man for the job, which we don't want to get into the habit of going it's through again. Doing, but yeah. you know, you got to be hungry. You got to play for but the O's. We're we're creating all the chances. We're just not scoring them. There's only so much that Fabio Liverani can can actually do. Absolutely, it's down to the players when they step over the white line. And we said this. I remember saying this same in one of the earlier podcasts. Same old convo. One of the early ones. There's only so much he can do. Yeah. Um, we've got to put our chances away. Absolutely. Uh, Fabio Liverani went on to say in his post-match press conference uh, in his post-match press conference that other teams also lost so this result hasn't really changed a lot yep, which that's is cool true. that's true he also explained why he'd moved Scott Cuthbert up to an advanced position uh, and put Mooney in central midfield he said that Crawley had gone 4-5-1 in the second half and they didn't really attack so in the last seven minutes he thought he'd push Scott Cuthbert up front 
to get more centimetres in the box and try and push for that equaliser, yeah. which I understand does make sense. Um, and also, he mentioned that we might be bringing in a central midfielder on loan before the loan window closes um, because we're a little bit light in that area. I, I think, I, unless he can bring in a good, good, good centre midfielder, it's not worth it for me. Quite right. I don't want another lunchroom coming in because it's just, it's just pointless, someone who won't break into the He's on no less Scunthorpe now. Oh yeah, actually, congratulations John, because that happened last week. Yeah. One of our relegation rivals, no less. But if you're going to bring in a, a centre midfielder, make them better than Barkley, what we've already got. What we've already got. <clears> because there's no point. There's no point. Something a bit I'd different. like to see a good attacking centre midfielder. Now I don't know where, they, where you find these players on loan, but you know, I'm not a scout, but for me, that is what we need to do. A good mm. attacking centre midfielder. So like I said before, Wright ain't going to score you many goals. Bartley's not going to get you many goals. James, when he comes back, will get you the odd goal. But there's no goals coming from that centre midfield position yeah. at all, which yeah. leaves it all dependent on the wingers and the attackers. And you've got to have some contribution from the centre midfielders. Yeah. Every time Wright takes a shot, it skies out of the stadium. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and they, I, I, I like Josh Wright, and I'm, I'm aware that I've been pretty critical, but Wright, Bartley, Vince Lowe, you know, those players aren't going to get you 10 goals from centre mid and you need players like that to get you the goals. That's absolutely right. It's what we had last season. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. But we don't have this season. So Your thoughts on the game <clears> yesterday? Yeah, following reports from those that were there really, we were, you know, we should have we should have really won that. Um, we should have done a lot better. I don't understand how we can play so well against Yeovil and Barnsley but then lose to someone like Crawley um, who we dominated. <coughs> So it just shows that you know, perhaps we're a bit poor. They scored a penalty, so yet again another game where, as I say, we've created lots and, and scored nothing. Are the strikers not practising enough during the week? Is there a bigger issue here? We create but can't finish in our position. And, and in our position, you know, you find yourself in that situation, you're kind of signing your own death warrant, really. Absolutely. Um, I'm absolutely livid that we've lost um, and that we're so inconsistent. Um, if we'd have played like we did against Barnsley... Um, you know, we would have certainly won that. I felt a while ago that we'd not survive, and this kind of inconsistency goes some way to confirming what my gut instinct is telling me, and that that is telling me relegation. Yeah. Good and and in two thousand and ten, was it two thousand eleven, when we were with Slade, we only stayed up because Wickham lost in the ninety fourth minute to Alan Judge's Notts County. Yeah, yeah. Ninety fourth minute goal. So we didn't stay up because we were the better side. It was just someone that was just worse than us. Yeah. And I kind of fear that that's what's going to happen this season, that we'll actually end up being the Wickham. I think I think it's going to go to the last game of the season. So my thoughts on yesterday, disappointing to lose. Sounded like we was well on top until they scored and much for after that. Um, but as we've said before, if you don't take your chances, you will not win. And you need to score goals to get points. And a moment of poor defending has cost us today. But how many times this season have we lost by the odd goal? Um, due to poor defending this season, you know, and how many points have we lost due to switching off at the in the you know, just generally, you know, at the vital moment. Commentary at home, switch off, loot drop two points, Gillingham away, switch off, drop a point, Corey away, you know, the list goes on and on. Um mm. but unfortunately, you know, one thing that I've noted, every team and every team supporters will always say we are too good to get relegated. Yeah. But there are four teams that have to go down and the table won't like the end of the season. Yeah. And it's games like yesterday where we need to be picking up at least a point to escape this relegation. And for me, um, the next four games are the, are the ones that will sort us out. If we, need, if we don't take at least nine points from the next four games, I would say we're probably down. So Port Vale home has got to be a win, followed up by Coverway, where we really can't afford to lose to Coverway. Um and yeah, and then the fixtures after that, we've obviously Gillingham at home. You'd say we've got to win that. Yeah. Uh, and then crew away. Next four, we've got to take something from. Because after that, Big you start games. playing your Doncasters, your Sheffield United's, and your Swindon's. Swindon's. And 
no one wants to be going to Swindon having to need a win to stay up. No. It just isn't isn't how we want to do it. So, disappointing. So, in the league, we're now 22nd uh, in the league. Played 37. So, only nine games left. So, time is ticking. Yeah. 110. Drawn nine. Lost 18. 39 points. But I will say, the goal difference speaks for itself. Only minus six in relegation. That's crazy. Yeah. It's, that's a good goal difference. It's brilliant goal difference. That's yeah. an extra point on most of the absolutely, other teams. So absolutely. Very, very happy with that. So Crew are 21st and Notts County are 20th on 42 points, but we've got a much better goal difference than them. So if we win our game in hand, which is against Rochdale, um, we would go above them on goal difference. And, but Rochdale, I mean, people keep saying about this game on hand, but Rochdale is a tough away game. Yeah, Rochdale yeah. be one of our relegation rivals. It was yesterday 3-1. So it's a tough place to go. Yeah. Rochdale are playing for that playoff place. So to finish off on this podcast, we asked you yesterday if you think we will escape the drop. And it's a lot of positivity, which is really good to see. So at nil underscore M underscore 93 said, yes, we are too good to go down. At LOFC Transfer says, because everyone else is still dropping points, essentially nothing changed today other than Crawley moving up a few spaces. Yep. At Everose. Two said, yes, other results tell you that it is not over. At Ron Sampson, 15 said, Notts County, Coventry, Crew and Scunny all lost two. So not much worse off, but we need to win very soon or we're doomed. Yeah, good point. At Orient Chris said, it's looking less likely. Uh, only equally abysmal form of others now is keeping us in touch. At Dearstu said, yes, if the players decide to put the effort in and actually put that round thing into the net thing, hashtag believe. <laughs> At Dirk Turk said the others lost, but we can't keep counting on them. We've lost to some awful sides. Yep. At Daniel S nine one one nine again says yep. Still points to play for. Just need to remember how to finish. Yep. At Jelda is that yourself? Don't know. Jelda. Uh, we are too good to go down, but we could have made a giant step into safety today. Good we point. Could have done. Yeah. At Patsy Orange said not with Liverani in charge. No chance. Oof. At, at F Bish sixty six said not a chance. At Michael Shea again. Crew and knots have each only won one in their last eight. So the best, so our best chance is both of them continuing to sink like stones. At Shmish Marshan, good friend of the show, said, yep, yeah, we will. After seeing the table, I still think we can get out of it. One against Port Vale and it will f- feel a lot better. At Mike Brown Music says, no team is good enough to go down. End of the day, the table doesn't lie. On paper, we should um, smash this league. We'll stay up there. <laughs> I can't say what you said because that's just rude. And at Vince Howard, 73, so being convinced we will be relegated for some time. Too prone to mistakes, and if we don't score first, we are done for. Very good point there. So, yeah. positives from the last fortnights and negatives? Yeah. What do you want to do? We didn't really have too many positives, and we really racked our brains for these. Positives, uh, beating Yeovil. So yeah. That was a great performance over the last fortnight. And I'd also say the draw against Barnley. Barnsley, yeah, playing, absolutely. playing really absolutely. well. Absolutely. And the last positive was that the performances from the wingers have been really good. Since yeah. Liverani's gone with two wingers. Hedges and McEnough look really good. And, yeah. You know, you've got Dean Cox in the bench. So, yeah. good to see. So, negatives? Yeah, like losing to Crawley, more injuries. Um, and but also, this is a key stat. Very, very key interesting stat. stat. We've had 31 shots on goal in the last two games, but no goals. And also, when we beat Yeovil 3 0, we should have really scored five or six. Five or six. Minimum. So, yeah. So, next week, only one match this week, which is at home to Port Vale on Saturday. They are 15th in the league. They're not going up. They're not going down. So they're pretty stuck where they are. Nothing to play for. Playing for contracts, really. Playing for contracts, yeah. And hopefully we will see the return of Lloyd James. Yeah. So you saw Lloydie on Tuesday after, after Barnsley. the Barnsley game and yeah. said hopefully he'll be back Saturday week. Which I was a bit of a geek. I waited outside the garage where they all come out. Yeah, the yeah, park yeah. Where they all come out. So 
and I asked him as he was crossing. So, absolutely. So. Um, one final thing this week as well, very important um, date for your diary, on uh, Wednesday, March the 25th, <laughs> um, it's a certain podcaster's birthday. Thank you, mate. So, um, yeah, I sneaked it in at the end. Nice, nice. Um, so, yeah, happy birthday Cheers, for Wednesday. Pal. Cheers, pal. And, uh, Hopefully you'll get rewarded on Saturday with three points. Yeah, I'll be the one on in the ground on Saturday wearing a big happy 35th birthday badge. <laughs> Do they make them still? <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's about it for this week. Thanks for joining us for episode 31 in a, a massive bumper yeah, edition. Uh, we look forward to hearing from you as always um, on our Twitter, which is at Orient Outlook. Email us, orientoutlook at outlook.com. But please keep faith, sing up for the boys, keep calm and listen to the Orient Outlook podcast. We'll see you next week. Yeah, see you next week. Up the O's. Here's a little song I wrote You might want to sing it note for note Don't worry Be happy In every life we have some trouble But when you worry you make it double Don't worry